0: It's a local reference.
1: Locals I only. Yeah, don't get it, man. It's okay. You should get it. You can get it. I do get it. Sweet. I fucking get it. Dude, I was, I was practicing last night. <laughs> you
0: got did did you do it in the car ride home and make everyone we were you were with uh, listen to it? No, no. I, I just
1: I just pulled up like uh, like Will Ramos's warm up videos that he has. Oh, when on you Instagram. got home last yeah, night. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And so I was just doing his warm-ups and what he does.
0: The biggest thing I took away from that show is, how do I get my hair to look that good? Uh, just do what he does. can do you fucking talking do, okay. do about? does he have a hair now? tutorial? What does he <laughs> does?
2: <laughs> what does no, he does? He yeah, what does channel. he does? How yeah. does how to do? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Morning. So loud! <laughs> it's becoming an in-joke. The whole thing.
1: Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen.
0: I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson, and I want to sincerely apologize to Hagen. Before we start this week, uh, <laughs> I want to apologize for not asking, what do you think of Corey Taylor's new mask? I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Cool.
1: Yeah, more on that later. More on that later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nicely
2: done. Adam almost spit out his beer.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I, then, was, I was a second away from taking a sip. That didn't go as long as I thought it would, so let me move on to my other bit.
1: What do you want me to say? I don't know. I thought you would have a- Hey!
0: That works. All right. So moving on to my other uh, bit that I had pre-Loaded uh, God Complex, cock it and pull it. Um, <laughs> also, uh, so let me ask you guys a question, and Dave- Actually, Dave, you can answer this. Okay. Uh, what is one of Dave's favorite things? It's a band.
1: Oh, can I answer it? Yeah. Slipknot. No. <laughs> Corey Taylor's new mask. Nope. It's good. Nope. Dave's.
0: Radiohead. That's right. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew what, it. What is one of Dave's least favorite things? Also Radiohead. Okay, no.
2: My, what's my one of my least favorite things? Yes. Oh. Uh, it's, a piece, uh,
0: it's, a type of, it's a type of he media. He really doesn't like lights. He doesn't like TikTok. lights. <laughs> that's TikTok. What we're no, it's not TikTok. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like,
2: I have nothing against TikTok. What is my... Uh,
1: TMZ. No, he likes that.
0: Texting? No, not texting. Video Video games. games. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Video James. This is great content. TMZ.
1: (laughs) Dave didn't even know
3: what he hates. Yeah. So what do you (laughs) think?
0: How do you think this would go? I'm going to try you again, Hagen. This is probably a terrible idea. Don't try me. Okay. Adam, what do you think? (laughs) How do you think?
3: He pivoted so quick.
0: How do you think Dave would handle it if Radiohead released basically a video game? He just probably wouldn't play it, I think. Well, nobody's gonna play they, it because it's a well, PS5 exclusive.
1: That means a lot.
0: Of I don't people know. Are what, no, that it. means nobody can actually play it because we can't get the game system. Oh, you
1: can next week at Best Buy.
0: Oh, cool. Oh. <laughs> is it? We're sponsored by Best Buy. All right. <laughs> <No>. oh, <yeah. laughs> this bit is also not panning out how I thought it was. <laughs> earlier, <laughs> early, earlier today, me
1: and Dave were at work, and, and our boss was talking to me about video games, and I just heard Dave go. <sighs> Going to the back. <laughs> Man,
0: then this should have been a loaded guy complex cock it and pull it, right?
2: Hey
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: I can't do that. How, how do people do those death breaths? There it is. It. Yeah. That's how.
2: Excuse
1: you. Uh yeah, sorry. I uh, gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: So Radiohead uh, as I don't is think we mentioned it. Is this releasing a video game. Is this a Pretty news much. item? I wasn't it told about this. It is. Uh, that's uh, these. I, why didn't I tell you guys about the bits that oh. like are at your expense? Why didn't I do that? <laughs> um, yeah. The uh, the the band Radiohead is releasing a uh, Kid Amnesiac or no Kid Amnesia is what they're calling it, which is like the 20 year anniversary of Kid A and Amnesiac, which are two records that were released like at the same time. And, um, as part of that, it's this huge thing. They've been doing this for, they did it for okay computer and they're doing this for kid A and Am- amnesiac, but they are, they announced during like the PlayStation, like not even like just Radiohead put this house during like the playstation, like s- not state of play, but, uh, they're calling it like, it's an update, a Sony update where yeah. they just talk about the new games that are coming out. They felt fitting in the only 50 minutes they had to announce, Hey, as part of this uh, Radiohead uh, re-release and like new packaging, they have it. It's like called like an exhibition, a uh, virtual exhibition, and nobody quite knows what it is. It's like a minute long teaser. It I'm, I'm guessing it's just going to be you uh, like a walking simulator through like a guided thing, and it will be kind of trippy and the, yeah. the kid it amnesia. Sounds, this sounds like place. some kind of
3: like bullshit VR experience thing.
0: But I would do it absolutely, and it's going to be free. It absolutely is going to be free. So Dave. What do you think?
2: I think it's a very interesting move.
0: Yeah? Okay, cool. You guys suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: like, Wait, literally, ask, I don't know how long uh, we're into the podcast. Me, what do you ask, want me to ask, think? Ask me another one. Give me, give okay. me another one. Uh, Dave, what do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Video games suck.
0: Hold up, I By the some. way, I'm
1: going by Davey now.
0: some uh linkedin <laughs> notifications which are more exciting than you guys <laughs> oh my god all right so moving into the actual news items that i told you guys about um you guys <laughs> want to talk about Nicki minaj getting all the canceled bucks no uh, do yes
2: have <laughs> yes
0: okay nope well, we got outvoted because that's how we care <laughs> okay wait, so we gotta talk. we gotta convince one of these people to get in because two of us voted for it no it's not a
3: democracy it's wait
2: <laughs> two questions do you like Nicki minaj
0: Wait,
1: Mina- that's... What? <laughs> Do you like, Do you you like Nicki, Minaj? Nicki No. Do you-,
2: Do you like balls?
1: Uh, Well, I like mine. <laughs> yeah, well. Do you like your balls?
0: <laughs> I can't say Cheers I like mine. <laughs> balls. <laughs> I don't like the thought that I can get someone pregnant, and I also don't like that, like, that's if I was a boss, I would have two weak points, the vein in my forehead and my balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? I don't like my balls. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Okay.
0: Not in like a body dysmorphia he's, way, He's really but...
2: stuck on video games today.
1: Okay. Oh, so if, oh, I see. I see. So th- Not those like a mafia two. boss. Yeah. What?
2: Not like a mafia boss.
1: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! This sucks.
2: We should have did push ups. So here's
1: home. how you play a G chord. Yeah? That's where my brain's at right now. Cool. <laughs> just, all right. I can't... I'm, uh, it's it's all right. not
3: focused on video games.
0: So for people who don't un- understand why we're talking about Nicki Minaj, uh, retired uh, recording artist, Nicki Minaj, uh, she got on a tweet tirade. I don't know. And that she just It wasn't a tirade, but she was just tweeting, and it caught her into some hot water. And so it started uh, on... I'm not gonna say the dates. Uh, she said that she was prepping for the VMAs, and then she shot the video, uh, shot a video, and guess who got COVID? She got COVID. And then she continued in another tweet to say, "They want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met, the Met Gala." Um, and she said, "Continue to say it'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe, wear the mask with." two strings that grips your head and face not that loose one pray hands and heart emoji so you know it, it kind of gets you in that water of like oh no it's kind of seems like she's getting anti-vax not quite yet uh what wait wait for the next uh, next tweet does uh, uh any speculation uh, on what the next tweet is
1: <laughs> she's anti-balls <laughs>
0: yep she's anti-balls
1: <laughs> all right dude and, and no i think if anything she's
0: pro-balls um so she Same. said she said <laughs> she said my cousin in Trinidad this is all on Twitter still my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine cuz his friend got it and became impotent seemingly harmless not true but seemingly harmless his testicles became swollen okay his friend was weeks away from getting married now the girl called off the wedding <laughs> Hagan look out Adam, are your balls (laughs) swelling? (laughs) Yeah, now I'm worried.
1: My balls are swelling right now!
0: Doctors hate them. Uh, (laughs) And then she ended by saying, so just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. And then that uh, in one, one swift tweet, she got all the canceled bucks. And, uh, of course, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci said, no, this is absolutely, like, people have asked. Not, hey, is the swollen balls thing real? They've said, like, hey, is there a, you know, a com- is that a known side effect, like, rare or common? And he said, no, absolutely not. That's not a thing. And doctors in Trinidad have said, we have no, I think the president of Trinidad <laughs> said, we have no uh, cases reported symptoms of swollen testicles and then on top of that it continued to go down the line of like doctors on social media were like hey you really need to talk to your cousin's friend because that's a very common uh, <laughs> s- uh symptom of on like late uh stage syphilis and that is very bad like you need to get your friend to a doctor now
1: yeah cuz that i know that there like if if you did have covid then you can become impotent later but i haven't heard about ball swelling
0: i don't even know if that's true so that's true. i don't even That's okay. true okay
1: i i read I, I was on reddit he he read a tweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was on reddit so it's true yeah, but yeah, yeah some people tried to make that as like a uh a,
0: a... he said that so convincingly and i was just like ah no, I, fuck I, is he serious there there is actually like something to that yeah if if you Getting actually COVID had
3: covid and you impotence. had a serious
0: case yeah. yeah i might want covid done fuck you could probably
1: leave now oh fuck oh, <laughs> so, oh, so wait a second there's just other do... solutions to that <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just to get this clear, her cousin's friend, yes, has syphilis, probably, and her cousin's friend's fiance called off the wedding, yes, because she has syphil- because he has syphilis. Yeah, that's okay.
0: That's gotta be it. Uh, yeah. He was cheating, so <laughs> uh, it, it seems that uh, people it, were lucky that Nicki Minaj is already retired. Who knew if that would have held out her whole uh, life because she is young, but you know it seems people are like ah we're we're not with this this oh, sucks. she's she's definitely retired for good now yeah
3: yeah
2: but, but i just get so con- concerned whenever someone says i'm doing my own research yeah what do you what do you mean you're doing your own fucking research
1: i'm actually well informed
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> true <laughs> okay but do you trust your opinion <laughs> over that of the scientists
1: i'm actually Really really and well informed. Well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> she was going to read the, the the white papers about stuff, you know, and and uh, the the other buzzwords that she knows do all your the own research papers. Just Adam? do your own research. I did mine.
0: Adam, have you read the emails? Yeah, yeah,
3: I've read the emails. People know. should read the emails.
0: Mock her up. The <laughs> Man, we're getting way too close to Joe Rogan territory. This I don't sucks. think we are. No, no we're not. We're we saying are. trust
1: the science, <laughs> yeah.
3: not be the science. Okay. We're not saying, oh, I got COVID, and uh, now it's real, but now it's not again. You can throw kitchen sink at it.
1: We're also not saying, oh, but don't trust me. I'm just a comedian. I'm oh, but they dummy. made fun of me, so I'm going to sue them. Yeah. Right? No, Is that easy? what you said, buddy? He's threatening he to CNN. He said sue he wants CNN. to sue CNN for uh yeah, they're Actually going to. Well, no. but 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 the whole thing is that like he's like made fun of the whole snowflake thing and then he's like, right. "Oh, they no. made fun of me. i am a you I'm
3: so shocked that somebody like him says that.
1: Is that a good Joe Rogan impression? Yeah. Thank you. Just yeah. as long as we don't get into
0: baby territory even. again. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you do? Ooh, Ooh. Ooh that's so good. Ooh.
0: You know Hagen's gonna get good shit on this since he's so tired. <laughs> oh, no. All right, we're moving on to the next news item. So Britney Spears, uh, it's seemingly like, I feel like I haven't heard much update from the actual conservatorship, but you know, uh, at last we left off, uh, her father who was already resigned from the conservatorship role, uh, you know, said that he voiced support that uh, it should be uh, removed and then seemingly uh britney spears was like cool i'm gonna do whatever i want now which is you know kind of the point so she ended up announcing her engagement with her uh boyfriend now fiance of five years and then subsequently deleting her instagram which that's where she seems most active correct she yeah okay and so she deleted it so people were like oh uh and it kind of seemed like one of those things where it's like well the free britney movement was successful we did it that kind of thing well uh, she's back on twitter or she's back on instagram, <laughs> on instagram so like uh this news article i was gonna uh, say how how long was the absence
3: like 30 hours
0: yeah it was a few days i think uh but she she's back and she basically just said uh you know she couldn't resist the gram so same. Same. she's back same couldn't resist it can't live without it Another failed news topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad I had this last one uh, loaded. Uh, God complex, cock it and pull it. And uh, this one's pretty cool. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this group, but I like this the, the members in the group. Uh, the Fugees uh, announced uh, today that they're doing a reunion tour. Um, is it Fugees or Fugees? I always thought it was Fugees. Uh, me too. That, I, yeah. that makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, but that, that's the famous 90s band. Two uh, albums, Wycliffe Jean, uh, Miss Lauren Hill, and then uh, is it Praz Michelle? I don't know how you say and it. It's
2: Wycliffe Jean, yeah. uh, Lauren Hill, and yeah. Let Me Try It.
0: We'll just say Praz. Praz Michelle. Yeah, so apologies. Uh, but basically, they're getting back together for the first time in 15 years to do a world tour. Uh, they're playing a show like... I think the day this comes out, they're playing a show in New York City, and it's not announced where it is, so I'm assuming that's going to be very, just like, they're going to announce it maybe an hour before, and people are going to scramble. That's awesome. Man, that would
2: yeah. be so cool to see that.
0: But yeah, they're doing it as uh, celebrating 25 years of their uh, album, The Score, which, if I understand, correctly, that's the one that people are like,
2: yeah, that's the album. They only it's have two. Probably the one with Killing Him, Killing Me Softly on it. They took uh, that old jazz standard and put yeah. she's saying it was so beautiful
0: killing me softly and ready or not are both on it Mm -hmm. um but i i like there there was a quote from Proz in 2007 that said there was a quote a better chance of seeing osama bin laden and former president george w bush in starbucks having a latte discussing foreign policies than uh them ever working together again <laughs> so you know here we are 2021 that's baby.
3: crazy but we had a couple weird years so maybe yeah, that's not had, that weird
1: we've had more than a couple weird years i'd say
2: <coughs> i yeah.
3: but i I, see, yeah. I hear what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah.
0: things got weird though and so now they're like well,
1: well we, should we do this might again.
0: die <laughs> this is one of those bands though that like you hear about all like legendary r&b i think or yeah r&b Seems like a safe um you know reggae r&b um, just like kind of one of those legendary bands, especially from the nineties. And, you know, like you have other people who are kind of in the similar genre of like D'Angelo and then like the, some of this parts of Wycliffe Sheen and, uh, miss Lauren Hill, who or the miseducation of miss Lauren Hill is like a masterpiece. And I, to this day kind of regret this decision, but I was going to see, um, D'Angelo in 2013 at a festival. He was closing at the festival and he got sick, I believe, and canceled the show. And I, I don't know how this happened, but Lauren Hill happened to be in Austin and was like, okay, I'm going to play the set. And I was just like, well, I don't know who that is. I'm going home. Oh, <laughs> and no. I fucking regret that. <laughs> Man. <That's laughs> well,
2: if you guys haven't seen it, uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party. I can't remember what year it came out, but he made a DVD about it. And it's like, I think it has the Fugees on there. Adam Blackstone, who is... Uh, Justin Timberlake's music director, among many other things. Um, he is like the, a young version of him is there and it's, he's just playing bass and it's really, really well done. It's really cool to see it.
0: Yeah. So I don't think if I even had the opportunity, I would probably go to this show just because in my mind it would, I would rather someone who's a huge fan go, but it is one of those things where I remember hearing like it, it was one of those things like oh you're never gonna see the Beatles get back together you're never gonna see Oasis get back together this was on that same caliber of like yeah absolutely you're never gonna see that happen so it's kind of cool I doubt music will come from it it's just more of like like pavement like yeah, I, I think I they're just doing tours
3: if there are gonna be that many shows actually
0: yeah well and like I would rage. assume
3: it'll be I think it's like yeah. 10 I think uh, it's, yeah I would assume it'd be like very limited like Rage Against the Machine
0: yeah like. It's the same thing, except the only difference is it's it's a very reunion tour of like major markets. It's like Chicago, yeah. New York City, and I think there's some international.
3: And if they're going to do the like surprise, here's where the show is tonight, you No, know, the oh, whole man, time, that would be cool. So.
0: I bet you there are going to be really cool openers, like Dave Chappelle. I guarantee you yeah. Dave oh, Chappelle yeah. is going to open one of these shows. Yeah, for sure. And at the very least, he'll be there.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: God. I bet, like, I, I could... What would be such a cool... Like, D'Angelo would be a really cool opener. Um, the Roots would be cool. I bet yeah. for the New, the New York shows... I was going to say,
2: any of those could be at the New York shows. The Roots will probably be the backing
0: band for everybody. That'd be fucking fantastic. Oof. <sighs> That'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the news I got. So we're going to go into <laughs> our topic.
1: I got some I got some hot goss. No? I got some. What? Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, do it while you still right. have some vapors sure? in the tank.
1: Are you sure? Oh, yeah, it's yeah, true. It's true. It's true. So uh, this hot, this Hot Goss could have just been a news item, but I think calling it Hot Goss really um, just, just...
0: Hot Goss was in uh, Blade Runner 2489, right?
1: Sure. Adam? Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hot Goss. He's the one who got yeah. punched by Harrison I mean, Ford.
3: Yes, but you're just trying to derail the whole thing now. No, that's hate job. I'm happy about your, your news. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so I, I think I feel like calling it hot goss insults the people involved, which is awesome, and it just it probably would just make them just feel really like just disgusting that a podcast is just calling their feud hot goss. So we're talking about Cordy Taylor, the singer of Slipknot and Machine Gun Kelly. That guy's got a new mask. He's, he's pretty good. <laughs> It's a pretty good what does machine
0: gun kelly think of his mask
1: well machine gun kelly said um he, he was on stage at uh, a show fest i can't remember where it was uh but he said um hey you all know what i'm really happy that i'm not doing they being, played a festival together by the way okay
0: oh okay said, this is how
1: this came out being uh, 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 being 50 years old wearing a fucking weird mask on a fucking stage fucking shit so anyway what's everyone's favorite candy reese's pieces that's what he said
0: whoa dude i <laughs> this is the same guy i don't think we talked about it um but it was maybe six months ago machine gun kelly made this big thing about like uh wearing comfortable shoes on stage saying like oh you better like you'll never catch me wearing like when i'm 60 on stage wearing new balance on stage it's rock and roll you're supposed to be uncomfortable and i was like you're wearing like probably like you know a couple thousand dollar converse like what the fuck, dude? It's, yeah.
2: Sorry. Not only that, he's picked fights in the last two weeks with Conor McGregor.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, there's there's that photo of yeah. like Conor McGregor throwing a punch, uh, throwing a drink at him, and yeah. like Megan Fox in between the yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There, there's a great photo of like, uh, is it Chloe Kardashian who's dating or one oh, of the Kardashians? It's Chloe. Chloe Kardashian dating uh, Travis Barker. So it's them. And then Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, and they have uh, the text under Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker, and it says the bu- uh, the the kitchen staff, and the <laughs> text under Chloe the- Kardashian and Megan Fox, the hostesses. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I, I can never unsee that. That's yeah. that's every fucking restaurant I've been in.
1: Yeah. So so a few months ago, Corey uh, did kind of talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly in an interview. Um, and why uh, he seems like a nice uh, guy? I was
3: about to ask: Is he just trying to pick a fight with anybody for headlines because so, he's not relevant?
1: But... So Machine Gun Kelly, I mean, is incredibly relevant. He doesn't mm. need to be doing. Yeah, this but he, stuff. he likes to no. be
0: in. He's massively popular yeah. right now. Right. Yeah, probably he... more popular. Well, he's more popular currently than Slipknot. Yeah, more popular oh, yeah. over yeah. the long run, probably not. But he, but he still. wants to
3: be in headlines like every week. Yeah. Is the impression I get.
0: So he tweets out. Um, <laughs> he, that was my, the impression he got. <laughs> <laughs> so he, oh, he
1: man. Machine Gun Kelly tweets out and he says, "Corey did a verse for a song on Tickets to My Down on on the Tickets to My Downfall album. It was fucking terrible, so I didn't use it. He got mad about it and talked shit to a magazine about the same album he was almost on. Y'all star, y'all stories are all off. Just admit he's bitter." So <laughs> he's saying that that Corey's fucking just bitter. He actually did a terrible verse on the record, and Corey then comes back and tweets. I don't like people airing private shit like a child, so this is all I'll say. I didn't do the track because I don't like when people try to quote-unquote write for me. I said no to them. So without further ado, hashtag receipts. This is all I'm going to say about it. So he posted the e- the email exchange from Travis Barker and Corey Taylor about the fucking recording, yeah, but
0: but also this is exactly what he said he doesn't like people doing exactly. But it's hilarious. So I mean, said, uh, that's kind of funny though. I see where he's coming yeah. from. It's funny, but eye for an eye is just one of those things where it's like,
1: ah oh, man, you look shitty here too now. Yeah. <laughs> so he says so. So Travis Barker sends to Corey. Yo, Corey, we love it. Peep these notes from Kels, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. It's super fucking close. And so this is what Machine Gun Kelly said about the verse that he like Corey kind of started doing he said yo trav got got super inspired again listening to Corey's vocals on can't look back and added some guitars over his part so it kicks you in the face right when his voice comes in one can you tell him he fucking killed it and i'm stoked and honored he is even on it what the fuck <laughs> uh, two i've been watching the news lately about the war and the state of everything and it made me look at the song in a different way like soldiers need a song to stay alive a song to fight to he also asked him to do like his vocals like he did on psychosocial So then Corey responds to the email and says, Hey, man, sorry I missed your call last night, by the way. I'm on dad hours. Ha ha. So I listened to the ideas, and to be honest, I don't think I'm the right guy for the track. Nothing personal. I just think if this is what MGK is looking for, someone else is the guy to do it. It's all good, and I'm stoked for him. I hope you guys find the right fit for it. Hope you understand, and I wish you guys the best with it. If I can help in any way, let me know all the best.
0: So Machine Gun Kelly is just, he's butthurt. Yeah, his feelings yeah. got hurt, which is totally fair. Shouldn't have been, but it's fair, but that's not the way to air it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he he's butthurt that he wasn't on the track. He's also butthurt that earlier Corey Taylor, like, talked shit about him in another interview. Um, It was, it was like, kind of loose talking shit, but, you know, it's easy to talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly. It's and also, like, easy. if you're going
3: to you have... be a famous, like, name, you have to have thicker skin than that to, like, deal with, like, oh, somebody's, like, making fun of me for a thing I did. Well, he's not like, yet yeah. You're a guy who's always in the headlines for everything
0: not even that it's like Corey taylor is just known to be like at least publicly an abrasive personality that's his like as a performer that's who he is is he like that as a person at home maybe not but like yeah man i don't know
1: i just I, i just love these two fucking people feuding right now it's the dumbest fucking thing and i i live for it i want more of it i want more i love that the pillow behind adam's
0: uh Back says Rem King. It says Remy King. He, he's the Rem King. <laughs> Congrats, Adam. There's an I. There's an I in between the M and, and instead K. Of, right? uh, instead of album, it's album.
1: <laughs> ah, <laughs> nice. Yes.
0: This is an intervention. You Rem King. <laughs> you Rem King. Too much. That man, rim? if there are two people I wouldn't pick
2: fights with, it's Conor McGregor and Corey Taylor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Corey Taylor's neck is just scary. Enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You could
0: punch <laughs> him in the head and just like hurt your hand.
1: Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Well, drama's over. Let's talk about our topic. Let's talk about Uh, The Rim King. Dave had this wonderful idea uh, of, you know, we've all had music that we've hated. Uh, We've listened to it. We really don't like it. And kind of the idea was like, and then over the years we uh, get in, for some reason you give it another try, whether you're just thinking like, oh, I wonder if that's as you know, I I was angry justifiably. Uh, And then you give it another try and then you get back into it and your opinion change. But also you could probably have a, a similar thing happen vice versa and we just thought we'd talk about it and like what how do opinions change in music and uh th- for me just to kind of kick it off uh the the only album that like i had really strong feelings n- not really against but just kind of like a, i don't get it why is this the album they point towards is uh neutral milk hotels in the aeroplane over the sea if you look at any indie uh like whenever i was a kid i heard arcade fire and i was like oh i want to listen to music like this so i looked up indie rock lists i was like what albums should i check out first one is always in the aeroplane over the sea I gave it a listen and i was just like man this isn't bad but like arcade fire is so much better these are so much better and i was it's so and i i got this bitter taste in my mouth and then I don't know what it was. I think it was, like, in, it was just this year. Uh, I just put it on, gave it... I think it was that Anthony Fantano meme I saw, and I was just like, I'll give that album a re-listen, and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is this is fucking solid. I still wouldn't say it's the best indie rock album of all time, but, like, I don't know what changed that for me. And then also, like, the stuff of, like, I don't think I was ever against Lord, but I didn't allow myself to listen to Lord and now i think pure heroin is awesome and i get mad whenever i hear solar power come on the radio <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we heard it last <laughs> night um
2: that that's really what made me think about it was my reaction to hearing solar power or no, to pure heroin i was just like man i hated this when it came out yeah could not stand it i just couldn't stand it yeah, so it was it's like, almost
3: like there was an angle of like oh it was cool to hate on it then and be like my my music's better right which is like Kind of, I guess, the underlying reason for a lot of that, probably.
2: Yeah, so I think it starts in that area when you have that angst. When we were all kids, I would assume that we liked kind of heavy music, or at least stuff that wasn't popular. Yeah. yeah. So then you hear it and go, this fucking sucks. You don't even really know why. Like, I remember not liking... Um, I, I remember liking, sorry, the Backstreet Boys and Hanson a lot. And I then I got into Metallica and like System of a Down and all that stuff. And then there was a period of time where I was like, Fucking, I can't believe I used to like the Backstreet Boys.
0: You're and anti-pop.
2: Yeah, anti-pop totally. And yeah, then like.
3: Anti-popular like popular music. Yeah. A- in general.
2: Playing gigs through the years. Uh, it was two or three years ago I played a New Year's gig where we did uh, Backstreet's Back. And I was like, this thing, this song fucking goes. It's sick. This is really good. So then that's when it started opening it up. And then actually through the show, just hearing records, like all the, the Britney Spears deep dive, there were some deep cuts where I was like, this is really good. Yeah. I need to fucking check myself on this.
1: I, I think I think it's a it's an interesting thing. Like it, it definitely comes from a place of angst. It definitely comes from a place sometimes of just like there's there's no logic behind it. Uh, I I hated Coldplay for the longest time because Well, it, it was very cool to hate Coldplay. Well, I, I mean, it wasn't even oh, that cool. High at like, least for us, I guess I guess it was, but like all of my friends loved Coldplay. But the particular reason that I hated Coldplay was there was a girl I had a crush on and this friend of mine that was dating that girl and they loved Coldplay together they sang Coldplay together i was like fuck Coldplay! this is fucking stupid i hate this music <laughs> and 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 eventually like there, like there was parts of me even then at the time that was like tapping my foot in some of the songs and then eventually i was like this is this is good fuck fuck i'm so stupid and then there's like the others like the, the other side where it's like when I, as I got older and became more musically educated, I was like, fuck simple music. I just want to listen to crazy prog, crazy jazz. And I'm, I'm a fucking classically educated musician. Right. And I'm like, let me listen to crazy music. Like, like I fucking know what any of that is. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like part of it's growing up. And also I think a really big part of it is just like acceptance that all music can be good, regardless of like. I just don't like country. That's a blanket statement that means absolutely nothing. Like, like you don't you don't like country, Jackson, but yes. you like Nathaniel Rateliff, right? Yes. yes.
0: Country.
2: <laughs>
1: country. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop! Oh man, <laughs> I don't even
2: know where to go from there. I think
0: it's like. uh like your flavor palette. Like I used to, you know, wake up in the morning and eat goldfish and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I had, like seriously, this, and, <laughs> this morning on, in high school, I used to do that shit. That was my shit. And now I'm very much like, I see Brussels sprouts on the menu. I'm like, come to daddy. I fucking want right. it. And so it changes over time. Yeah. It's like that. And it's the, like, if I were to look back at like five years ago, when moniker started our band, um, what was I super into at that time I was super into Muse I was super I was like right in my resurgence of and Cambria so like not heavy bands but heavier than what I listen to yeah. now predominantly where I'm like I'm into the mountain goats I was listening to Diners all day today and it's just like kind of more subtle pulled back um singer songwriter type stuff so it's just like it ebbs and flows um I don't know Adam do you have any that you've ever like kind of just changed your mind on
3: I mean, probably just whatever is popular music in general. Because um, growing up, I listened to mostly just like classic, quote unquote, rock and roll kind of stuff.
2: Like, what about Taylor Swift for you? Do you remember not well, right. liking Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's definitely a
3: thing where I was like, Halsey. I don't care about pop music. Halsey, Taylor Swift were both like artists who I'd be like, I don't care. I'm never gonna listen to that. Turns out, really <laughs> like those, um, and not just like their new stuff either. Like, the, I get why the other stuff is really great now after having like had a entryway into it um but even outside of that like in high school i listened to like rock and roll alternative rock whatever kind of stuff like that didn't care about rap or anything Mm -hmm. like that and then now i think rap's great like i get it now like it's it's a weird thing about like i think a lot of angst would just be like i don't know i don't like it because it's popular i I think i'm unique because i listened to led zeppelin like the fuck i was thinking about that but (laughs) right there's that phase in high school where you think like oh my musical tastes are so unique i listen to, to weird things that 20 people in this room don't know. But yeah, also, <laughs> you all like, suck. Also like everybody's heard of the Beatles. So
1: Well, and and there's also like 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 for me with Radiohead. Like I just did not like Radiohead until we did the deep dive and now I like Radio. Well, I guess I guess actually the first time I liked Radiohead was seeing them live. That was like a big moment where I was like, "Oh, this this shit's good, but I don't want to listen to it, but it was good." And then doing the deep dive, I was like, "Oh, I actually do like a lot of this stuff." um but like there definitely was that weird like kind of angst shit in music school because everyone was like yo listen to this crazy part in radiohead song i'm like whatever yeah have you you ever heard of ever heard of uh new orchestra like (laughs) fucking whatever (laughs) dude but
0: (laughs) i I, I imagine hearing someone say pyramid song just so you immediately ran away Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I, I remember, like, I remember playing, like, like, counting games in cars, like, with, with, with friends, where we just, like, listen to a song and count, and that Radiohead song came up all the fucking time. All the time. <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah. like, and it's like, uh, first of all, I just admitted on air that we used to play a counting game in the car, which is one, it's just like, you know, yeah, music I mean, nerdy we did, on I did one too. level. But it's yeah. also, it's it's like, that Radiohead song, for some reason, was my point of, like, ugh, who fucking cares? Go back to the fucking cool shit.
2: But I think you know th- there are other instances of that too, where like I I've I think I've heard Dark Side of the Moon, and that's an album that everybody is like you should you really got to hear it. It's it's obviously a top ten or not top ten, but like in the top fifty best albums of all time. I think top unquote, ten, is top probably, ten. Yeah, you-
3: secure but there's a you can make a case for that being top 10 easily like
2: but you know what i will in say terms about of like that
3: important is, historical albums rather. okay
2: yeah so i haven't i don't i haven't heard it with these ears with these ears like my trained ears quote unquote and i'm i'm nervous to do it because i'm i'm wondering if i'll still just not enjoy it
0: oh my god dave i'm right there with you this week you was, feel the same is, way this is a, you know i i, I want to take my emotions out of it of like roger waters and people like that yeah but like I'm the same way where, like, I don't think I've ever, like, given it a full listen, and it's one of those albums where I'm just like, I'm good, yeah. I'm good, but I want to, like, understand, and so I'm kind of the same way with uh, Sgt. Peppers. Yeah.
3: yeah. I was yeah. going to say, uh, probably a lot of the albums that people would Pet put sounds. in the top 10 are, like, ar- around along the same lines of, like, I don't want to listen to that, though. Like, I already have right. my impression of it, whether it's good or bad, and I'm not going to and here's the and Gives here's a fair the shot. the thing
1: about like the top ten. I think this is like a like a like the you know Pet Sounds, all, all these records that, that you guys just mentioned that bother me, and that's why I don't like these top ten lists that exist ever. Is it's like these are really popular and good albums because and like, amazing albums for these reasons. But I think that it's important for us as listeners to always remember, like it's okay to not like something that's popular, yeah. right? And so so. We're talking about like oh we don't like this because we're angsty when we were younger right but it's also okay to like have a a a good listening palate understand what you like and you might listen to something popular and go I just it's just not working for me you know it's like it's like we were talking about that the turnstile right that's the name of it yeah Yeah, that turnstile record like that record is. Is going to be one of the best records of this year for so many lists. It's blowing up. People love that shit, and I, uh, you've tried it multiple times, right? I've tried it multiple times. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. Like, it, I, I, it's. I see why it's really popular, but I, I cannot give a fuck. I every, just... Yeah.
0: Every five years, there's some like revolutionary hardcore punk record that comes out, and it just so happens Turnstile is this, and right now, and I, I'm with you. I get it. But for me, I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm good.
1: But it's important to, one, be like, I don't like it, and two, see the merit in it, right? Yeah. Because in so many cases, there's always going to be merit in music you don't like. I'm not going to say 100% of the case because sometimes it just isn't, and that's a it's a rare situation. But there's always going to be merit in music you don't like. There's always going to be something about it. I always have to tell, and I'm sure you do the same thing, Dave, telling students, like, pop music is – good for a lot of reasons, yeah. right? Like, this isn't just, you know, like, some fabricated bullshit. This is actually, like, really talented singers, really talented musicians, really talented writers, producers, everything that make this piece of art in front of you.
2: And they're well-studied, and they, yeah. know, they know the history of, of the art. Yeah. But the, the other thing is, too, is, like, trying to be open with it. I think we should challenge ourselves to listen to music, whether it's pop music or music, like, albums like Sgt. Pepper's or uh dark side of the moon but i f- i found for me like i i don't know if i avoided the beatles but i'd say two years ago i had a beatles phase where i just my ears finally opened up to it and i really took it in for what it was at a base level and not because i had friends that were into it or because i had watched the documentary or anything i just like decided to listen to the beatles and then i was like oh my god i finally understand so i'm wondering if i'm going to have that with led zeppelin Hagan you've had that with led zeppelin
1: yeah It's 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 a weird thing because like uh, the the Led Zeppelin thing uh, it it happened like my freshman year as I was like getting into the Foo Fighters and I was like trying to understand where all that came from and then I was like cool Led Zeppelin there was some live documentary on Netflix. And I, I just watched that one morning, and I was just like, "Holy fucking shit!" My mind is completely blown away by what's happening in front of me. And I, if if it was like I I remember like a year before I loved the Foo Fighters, I was like, "Fuck the Foo Fighters!" I don't like any of this. And then something just changed in me, and, and now it's one of my favorite bands forever. That that won't go away. Same thing happened.
0: Um, I I don't want like I don't want to dwell on negativity, but I'm just curious. Does anybody have an example of the vice versa? Like a band you were super into and now you look at it and you're like ah no not at all i can't think of anything because uh, like i was gonna say oh well maybe muse but i was thinking about that and i was like oh, well, no that's not accurate i just don't like muse's recent output right i still right. like if you were to put on absolution i will go fucking hard on that album
3: yeah that's the different thing where you don't
0: like what they're doing anymore which is not what we're talking about yeah so i
2: think i have that with corn and like limp biscuit yeah, uh, I was really, really into that music. And now when I hear it, it's kind of like, uh, man, I don't know. I mean, nope. I haven't actively listened to them. But it to me, it kind of feels like seeing a toy that you used to play with when you were a kid. And I look at it and go, it's of no use to me now.
0: New metal is so precarious uh, of a genre where I think really the only... Bands that came out unscathed are Slipknot, which arguably shouldn't be there. Uh, Incubus
2: uh, also arguably shouldn't be there.
0: Yeah, shouldn't be there at all. And and then uh, System of a Down, which, once again, arguably shouldn't be there. I
1: mean— the, the new metal scope is so big and and yeah. to what can fit into there i mean like linkin park is a band that survived from that i mean like, is yeah.
2: considered new metal
1: yeah i mean yeah. like but like the, so like this I, is all weird yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right exactly. right right these
0: are not bands i think of i'm thinking of a, like mudvayne corn uh, what is that mushroom head or something like that
2: something like that static x
1: yeah but i would say i would say that like on that level bands that i like i i think i hate majority of metallica now I think I actively right. hate Majority. I, I think that I could listen to Ride the Lightning and be cool with it. I think I could listen to, like, uh, like half the Black Album and be cool and with I it. I think
0: that's actually a really good
1: point. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah, with that, you there.
3: <laughs> that's a really good example of it, actually.
1: Because – I think that one's interesting because uh, Adam, I, I have to ask you about this. It, so, did you like Metallica? Like when you were younger? Yeah, here? in high school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I think I'm going to speak for the three Jackson, and myself about this. But I think that musicians start to, at a certain point, go fuck Metallica because you start to kind of realize, like, lacking in like just some some level of musicianship. Like James Hetfield, I think, is a really talented musician, and he writes really interesting stuff. Watching him perform is next level. Like watching him play guitar and seeing all those parts, really, really cool. But there's something about like at a certain point, you're like, "Fuck this!" Like, <laughs> "Fuck what they do." But from a non-musician standpoint, what changed? What was it with Metallica? I uh, was like, "I can't do this." I think anymore. it was
3: just listening to other music.
1: Like yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> sick burn but like getting
3: (laughs) into when did you get into the same kind of like thing of being a musician Though, like you you hear enough other stuff and you go well they're not that good actually
1: well it's like they're pop metal right they're like they're like right
3: it's it's all like all of it really sounds the same Mm -hmm. as soon as you hear other stuff that is like similar but not the same to metallica and then you go huh huh?" yeah all their albums are like basically the same thing for 50 minutes
0: at a time still super impressive how all their songs are in standard I will always give them. That. There's
1: a couple. There's like a couple. Yeah, there's
2: D. a couple that are in uh, in drop C too. I really. Okay, yeah. but a
1: couple
0: out but, of a yeah, whole career, mostly, yeah. Like in no. staying heavy, that heavy and standard, like. Kudos. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I yeah, they're
3: they're clearly like good at making the product that they make. I,
0: Some of them are, yeah,
1: honestly it's undeniable. I want to give credit to James Hetfield, and I want to give credit to oh, I forget here. Let Bob me call him real quick. <laughs> what's the what's the bass player's name right now? What's his name? Oh, Robert. Robert. Robert Trujillo. Robert Trujillo. Robert Trujillo. <laughs> Trujillo. Uh, I want to give credit to his playing. Crab and, man. And like also, so. T-
0: <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Don't spit up your youngling. <laughs> oh, I just swallowed like a huge, <laughs> a, a huge clump
2: of beer down my throat all at once oh yeah spit it out. oh you that. said beer
0: i thought you said beard i was like i beard? mean you got a longer beard than me but no you can't get that in your mouth
1: there's uh there's like Something about Robert Trujillo's playing of, of the older parts. <laughs> that's, Crab Man. That's really good. Um, and, and I think the other album that I could listen to would be Death Magnetic, which is the one that came out when I was into Metallica. And that album has a lot of like really like interesting – Just it, it, it feels like a classic Metallica record in some ways, but it's also a painful listen. Like you said, it's like every album is like 50 minutes plus yeah. of the same fucking bullshit. It's, I, I remember
0: it, that uh, album or like hardwired self to self-destruct. The mm-hmm. most recent album that was a double album came out and Megadeth came out with an album the same year. I think it was 2016. Uh, Dystopia came out and I just thinking, you know, I was super into both of these bands. I'm going to give them both a listen and honest. Listen, Metallica first. And I was like, that was a chore. And then I went into Megadeth thinking like, this will be better, but not that better. And then I listened. And I was like, holy shit. This is, Great, some yeah. of the best Megadeth I've ever heard. Dystopia. That's,
1: that's the interesting thing about about Megadeth. Dave Mustaine aside, right? Ignore he, he's a piece of shit. We Good can acknowledge day to you. <laughs> oh,
2: that's. Oh, never mind. I'm quoting the wrong <laughs> right thing. Hello, Dave. Yeah, it's listen the- to Hagen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i <Hindsight>. say <laughs> it's like Megadeth had some really great stuff. But going back and listening to some of it recently, I I, I went back and listened to some of their like some of their hits, and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. like that song is it spitting, sweating bullets, sweating bullets. Yeah, sweating yeah, bullets. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, song is not. so fucking cringy. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah.
2: Yes. Stop but like, it. but
1: like, but like, but like, uh, uh like holy sweating wars. Sweating bullets.
0: It's so cringy. It's so. <laughs> it's good. so dated. Uh,
1: uh, uh, holy wars. Great song. What's the one that has like the whole like like slap bass thing? Is that yeah. P cells or is that the
0: do 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 the the one that was the mtv news intro yeah. i think that's oh, wow. uh, i think that's uh peace sells
1: yeah is
2: that peace sells but who's selling but, but who's buying buyin'? peace
1: sells but who's buying yeah peace yeah, yeah. sells <laughs> but who's buying
0: <laughs> i really had to commit there i was like oh fuck
1: <laughs> i like like some of that stuff still was really good and still some of that metallica stuff was really good but really with metallica i can look back on that and go yeah okay so here's what yeah, our, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's where i'm at now too
3: with metallica too it's like it gets to the point of it all sounds similar so then it's not as enjoyable at at all because you're like well
0: but uh, all of it's the same yeah i feel like we need to say something nice about metallica um uh, for whom the bell tolls there we go i did it
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Um, yeah that's great (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah uh
2: i think in the future, Nickelback is going to make a good record and it'll make their discography listenable. Are Be-
3: they still making records? Yes. Yes.
2: Their their first two records are actually pretty darn good. Say,
0: they're actually, they do. They're well. actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah like they, they, they cater to the they know their audience. They're playing to I like mean, dads and they, like bros. They know their Red audience, State but Rock. they
3: have the same like problem as Metallica where they all started to sound the same. Yeah, and they got
2: so big
0: yeah and those that's when they got huge is when they really they're like well this is working uh it's like that mark mcgrath band i fucking forget oh uh sugar ray yeah like their sugar ray's first uh album was like a hardcore punk album and most people don't know that and here's the thing is not in a generic way like it's actually a solid record and then they found out oh yacht rock works and hell that that every morning is a halo. Th- that song is so good.
2: <laughs> also, that was a turning point in pop music where every part of the song was a hook. Yeah. And that's a huge turning point.
0: And unlike Nickelback, I don't think they're ashamed if you were to tell Mark McGrath, hey, your yacht rock, he'd be like, Hell yeah, motherfucker, yeah. and it's paying my mortgage. <laughs> he's, like, he's like a
2: news uh news host now yeah. or something like that. I
3: can't imagine that Nickelback is ashamed of it either. they made no. millions of dollars on that.
0: Yeah. Their, so. their lead singer's name is literally Chad.
2: Literally, it's chat. It's perfect.
0: It's absolutely and Kroger.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) can't red pill him. Douchey corporate. Like it doesn't get worse than that. But I think that you know, I think maybe if I were to listen to them now without all the hate ringing in my ears, I might find something different in it.
0: It's so hard to put yourself in that vacuum, though. It's like Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like I just like the having sexual predators on his album aside. Uh, I just don't think I can put Kanye's personality to the side and actually listen yeah. to his music just in a vacuum.
2: Just, yeah. I wish I
0: could, but I can't.
2: So one question I have now is, uh, what do you guys, what are you guys currently really into that you can't understand why everyone else isn't always, or at, sorry, isn't as just as into it as you are? So f- obviously for me, it's Dawes. Like I love Dawes so much that it blows me away that people aren't also Dawes fans. Here,
0: I'll go for you, Hagen. Poppy. No. Now, people are super into Poppy, though, I mean, so I, that's like, not fair. Well,
1: like, I mean, thinking about stuff that, that, like, I'm into, that I'm like, why doesn't everybody just fucking love this? Yeah. I mean, like, I think Would that, Briston
2: be an yeah, example? Yeah,
1: but he's, like, I mean, he's, like, selling out shit. I mean, people love Briston. I think, I and, and this still doesn't totally apply, but I think bands like... Uh, like spirit box like periphery like stuff like that like you would fit into that quote unquote gent category but basically like the way i see it now is basically modern metalcore it's like like metalcore back in the mid 2000s was this idea of like we are going to be uh like singing in the chorus screaming in the verse or vice versa you basically have this melodic idea on top of a heavy idea right, right. which is with the vocals especially yeah and and the thing that i don't get about why people don't like that is it feels a lot like how pop music and EDM feels where there's like a drop. And there's like that moment where it's like, we watched that Spirit Box video live where the way that, uh, the, way that the lead singer Courtney walks on stage is like how you like how EDM people like react to drops. Right. And it's like, it, it connects on so many levels to those sorts of things that I'm like, I don't understand why more people don't just try this. I get that they're screaming and that's a little weird, but musically speaking, this lines up on so many levels. Everyone loves low bass cool there's everything is tuned super duper low and you're only gonna hear these low drops low breakdowns it's all heavy like there's also melodic stuff that people like the little breaks it's it's i think it's mostly the screaming that deters people
0: um for me it's really easy it's this like real like super unknown band and like i don't understand why they're not like massive uh it's a band called moniker it's spelled (laughs) m-n-k-r adam what's yours Like, Adam, are you confused that
2: more people, like, maybe the three of us aren't as who into are in a band. Uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick Cave as you I was, are? I was
3: thinking that's the only one I can really think of in looking through, you know, a list of stuff. Like, uh, other bands, like, Royal Blood stands out as, like, a thing that, like, we all talk about and, like, is not a small band. Right. But I feel like they should have more like mainstream popularity. I was maybe thinking,
1: I was thinking about that because because I like that album. I think like I I you know we're getting close closer to the end of the year, and I'm thinking about like what what we're gonna talk about like for our top albums, right? and that, that royal blood record sticks out oh, so yeah. heavily oh, yeah. and it's and it's like i i tell people like if you want to listen to i think the best modern rock record that you could possibly think of it's this this is like the one that comes that came out this year that feels like the most accurate representation of modern rock yeah. and it's it's incredible but yes not a people are talking about them
3: yeah they're, they're not a small man
1: no well by... there's two only two of them What? Well, sure <laughs> but they're and, and they're, in British, of, uh, they're British so they're, they're British. probably not tall. Yeah,
3: maybe. <laughs> Although they actually to that point they might be a bigger deal over there. Than oh, they're no, they're, they're massive, yeah, over, they're there. massive yeah. over there. Yeah, they're massive over there. So the, that, that's the thing that is like, you know, that's kind of weird that they're not a bigger deal here. But like, yeah, Nick Cave is probably a good example of like I I feel like that should have his band and stuff should have larger appeal
0: than it does. He's like Tom Waits status at this point where it's like people love Tom Waits, but do you ever actually hear somebody like listening. Have you Rice, ever heard Tom right. waits on the uh, oh, radio? No, not the radio. Right, like, and, and yeah. there's
3: that angle of like pretty much none of. Their songs are like radio friendly, right? Well,
2: yeah, and like the Grateful Dead, that kind of thing. But like, if we were sitting down listening to, if Adam and I were sitting down listening to Dawes, I would be like, man, so dream scenario right
0: here. Here's that what, came <laughs> off that tip of the tongue really easily for right? but no, because I was already. If thinking we about had it. a blanket out. It was a beautiful day, sixty degrees. We we're at the Adam arboretum, was shirtless. <laughs> we're listening With to some Dawes. Youngling.
2: That's D A W E S. Yeah, this, uh, this no, is where we're going after this. But if we were, and I, I would be like, man. This is why I like this. You might still not be like, oh, I understand. Yeah. And vice versa with Nick Cave. If you were like, this is why I really enjoy this, I would still be like, I just don't hear it. But, but in five years, I might be like, holy fuck, I get it. I understand yeah. why you like Nick Cave.
3: Dawes it does, got to be organic. A- after listening yeah. to that, like their newest album, right? Yeah. That we all good luck to. with whatever. Yeah, that that album. Like after listening to that, I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I get why Dave really likes this band. But I you get, still don't get...
2: listen to them regularly. So True, it's but you but
3: don't they, have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> but like at that
2: point I was like, yeah, I, I
3: get it. Like I get why this is like a band that is so appealing. Right. Like it it's it just kinda clicked. I don't know why, but Right. It makes sense. Album. Yeah, it so makes so sense. It's, yeah. it's
2: straight, so what for me, I hope that in I hope that in another couple of albums I understand why everybody likes The Weeknd. Or in a couple of albums I understand why that I, Olivia Rodrigo record is so good. For, but my tastes just aren't there yet.
3: For your example it's about the weekend, I yeah. was there like two years ago, three years ago. About like, I don't understand the, the appeal or the, yeah. the hype or any of that. Because weird thing is, I actually saw him play live in 2015 and didn't get it. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? I don't understand it. Yeah, and then now right. like last year you listened to his newest album. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, this makes sense. I was like. the
0: same way. I remember I was at South by Southwest and he was playing, and I caught a couple songs. And because somebody at the time told me, "Oh, The Weeknd's there. You should try and check him out." Yeah, and I just happened to get in, and I was just like, you know, this is fine, but there's like some like unknown, you know, grunge band across the street in a shitty bar. I think I'd rather do that. And. Yeah, uh, same thing. Didn't get into them until Super Bowl. And um, it, it, to be honest, I think it was the Daft Punk songs that got me there. I, that, and,
3: that got me to want to listen to it.
0: And it's like The National with uh, Taylor Swift. and Yeah, you exactly. know, for my, me,
3: that's exactly the only reason I listened to those albums was yeah. that connection.
0: To and it. my partner makes fun of you and me. You don't know this, Adam. But uh, <laughs> she, she makes fun of I'm us uh, saying, like, it's so funny how uh, Daft Punk... Uh, is what it took to get you and Adam into like one of the most famous artists right now, and I was like, yeah, no, you're right. And it's the same thing where she's super bitter because she loves the National, one of her favorite bands, and she's super bitter that like if you go to Spotify right now, their most uh, uh, played song is Taylor Swift songs. And for me, I'm like, fuck yeah, I like the National is a pretty big band. Yeah, they but they
3: were already a big band. If this propels them to another level, they weren't like hell yeah, I'm all for it. Pop culture big. And I, I, mean, I hope they are. Kind of to the now. point of like royal blood. Like I'm sure the national is much more of a known thing at this point. Whereas like that's what I would hope like,
0: royal blood Did, gets. At
1: well, some royal point. blood gets like a lot of like commercial play. Like they're like they're like in those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah.
0: like a Ford commercial. Right, right but people, be- which is cr- people well, don't ha- know I think I think now. That, yeah, no, they
1: have. They were. They, I think they were in. They, a Ford they were commercial before. before yeah. their, like first album. Yeah, but was it was
0: it Dave Grohl? Was it the
2: Foo Fighters that kind of put royal blood on the map? Oh yeah, I think I was in my opinion, Dave Grohl hearing them and going. You want to come tour with us?
1: Yeah. Probably helps like the American audience. Right. Well, yeah. Which is, it
2: used to be the model.
0: I don't know. I I had heard of them before that. Okay. Now I sound like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) As as soon as that came out. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I just like, I I still kind of feel the same way about David Bowie, even though we've done, we've talked about David Bowie to a certain extent on this. We did the the trilogy uh, for a deep dive, but I still don't listen to David Bowie regularly. And I, there's a lot of his catalog that I've just not heard.
0: It, well, it's for all the young dudes, not really your type. <laughs> oh, my
1: well, God. And there's, and there's there's a thing to be said also where it's – Middle-aged like, man. <laughs> there's like a thing where it's like how many fucking like huge artists and huge albums exist that we don't have regularly in our rotation. Right. One, especially because we're all people who are – Trying to seek out something new to listen to all the time, right? Right, it's right. Like, like
3: the last time I listened to Led Zeppelin was at least a couple of years ago, probably. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's like I've I've listened to a song maybe here and then, but like actually right. been like, I'm yeah, going yeah. to listen to an album. Like that's that there's. There's so much other shit to listen to. This is the thing where it's like, there's that there's that guilt where you're like, I, I want to listen to this thing, but also I could just listen to Dawes. I could just listen to whatever the fuck I want to listen to and still enjoy myself and test my ears to hear something new, but I know I'm going to like it.
0: That's one of the drawbacks of the deep dives we do, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. So any listeners who are like, oh, well, I'm not going to listen now. Uh, I, I do enjoy those. But one of the drawbacks is, You know, there is this feeling that, like, hey, we have to come to the show with new stuff we're talking about musically. Or for the deep dives, like, if it's a three-album deep dive and we have a week to really digest those, that's 90% of what I'm going to be listening to.
2: Especially because you listen, you like to listen, like, four or five times through each record.
0: Yeah, especially because there's a chance that what we're talking about might be someone's favorite record. Right. And I don't want to go in, you know, blind, basically. Yeah. So, um yeah that's one of the you know there's this like stigma amongst musicians that like you have to listen you have to be constantly seeking out something new whether or not it's like oh you've never listened to sabbath go listen to sabbath or if it's like literally you are listening to the new stuff every week yeah um but there's nothing wrong in listening to your favorite band on repeat
1: no i think i think that it's like i think it's less of like a a musician thing and more of like a. I just want to hear a new shit thing. Like it's yeah. like it's like I love I love what I like, you know? I'd like, I like I could listen to Biddy Bam. And you like what you love. I love love. And I could just listen to Biddy Bam all day. I could listen and to Foo Fighters. And you love you love. And I could I, 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 could, mean, listen I could listen to Sarah right. I Like listen to all that shit over and over and over again, but it's also like I want to experience something else. I want to keep yeah. experiencing and trying new music because one like there's some. I realized this weekend, like the 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 true. I mean, I don't know why it took me this weekend to like actually connect it emotionally, but like the true emotional connection that I have with playing music and with listening to music, and like it it's it's something that I just constantly am seeking out my next high for. Right. That's why I'm just always. I think that's one reason why I'm always like just like scrolling through like playing something, and going, "Is this doing? No, nope, I'm not doing it." Hagen's
0: chasing the dragon. Well, yeah, yeah I found my these dragon, nuts? and
2: now it's Dawes. Like I, <laughs> Dawes is the benchmark for me always now. Where I, like I'll put something else on, and I'm like, can you edit
0: his wife's name right there?
2: I listened to like a couple of songs Sorry. from a, from a new record, and I'm like,
0: ah, I'd rather listen to Dawes. Sorry,
1: I, I did a um, a joke. Did you hear my joke? No. Can you do it again? Uh, you said you said I was chasing the what? Dragon. Dragon on D's nuts. Up dog. What's up dog? What's up dog? <laughs> Nothing. Uh,
2: another thing <laughs> that Dave,
1: I was uh, like, it... I found my dragon. They are like, shut up, shut the fuck up, Dave.
2: <laughs> there is something to
3: that though. Of, like any kind of media, like, yeah. I find that for me, like I don't, I've, have, I love the Star Wars movies, for example. Right, I haven't watched those in like at least five or plus years yeah like, Lasso. Oh,
0: <laughs> would rather watch other stuff including ted lasso but i'm with i'm, I'm with adam now ted lasso no, yeah, he, he's on board yep. yeah,
1: yeah he's just read plot summaries yeah. for, <laughs> no he fixed it and i'm not watching it in russian
2: anymore but for close to a decade i was obsessed with jazz music and now it is the bane of my existence but- it, when i hear it now i go it's so fucking contrived yeah
0: i was only in the jazz music when i was single and then i was like oh wait Girls don't actually like this. Oh, wait. <laughs> jazz music sucks. <laughs> I gotta burn jazz all my turtlenecks. Say, say it after me. Jazz music sucks. Jazz, jazz music. Is, uh, Hi,
2: I'm Dave. I'm here to admit that I had a jazz addiction. But, I thought your name was. But John Baptiste is I'm great. I'm Dav. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is that it toes the line between commercial jazz and jazz jazz.
3: Right. He's more. He's going towards not popular but, necessarily, but, but popular music. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, what? I mean, seriously, like, is that? I mean. Do you think that that's because you played it for so long and it was such a big part of your life? Right?
2: I, yeah, I was I was very deep in the juju yeah. of, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make a run at doing that's this. what you're going to do-do. That's what I'm going to do-do, be deep in the juju.
1: Jazz music sucks. But Jazz then I, music but then <laughs> sucks. Jazz music sucks. But then sucks. I realized it
2: was just like, man, like nobody's listening to each other. This is everybody's improvising, which, like, you're not fucking improvising. Do something meaningful. And as a bass player, <laughs> as a bass player, it's write like... Write your fucking part. Write You're your not fucking parts, man. What are your, where are your words at? Uh, it, just, it, it just became such a surface-level thing of, like, I'm practicing in the practice room. Now I'm practicing with a bunch of people in the room at, at their expense. I wonder, though, in the future, maybe in another 10 years, will I go, oh, I get it again. I understand. I mean, I mean
3: uh, with jazz specifically, though, there is that, like, pretentious, like, angle of it about, yeah. like... We're just entertaining these, like, virtuosos doing their thing, and, like, we're all going to pretend, like, yeah, that is great.
0: It feels like a pissing contest. And from what I understand about you and Dawes is that, man, if you – not diametrically opposed, but if you were to talk about complexity going from jazz, which is, like, you know, master's degrees, to, like, Dawes, which is, like, hey, we are focusing on what we're good at, and we're going to really hone that craft. I think they like you may disagree with me, but I think they're pretty opposite uh in style. So like that makes sense to me completely. Right. It it feels like such a young person's game, uh, that show off of like jazz music. Well it,
3: it goes back to being like, oh, I don't wanna listen to the popular music. I I'm unique and I listen to whatever bullshit that everybody's heard of, but like, right. like isn't popular. In B minor. I just
1: I, I, <laughs> I just I just think there's like there's there's there is such a thing where like like there definitely is that whole thing where it's like a pissing contest and it's like it's like i'm i'm fucking it, you're shedding all the time you're practicing to try to like be the best of the best oh you don't know about this thing we like oh what was that you know giving everybody shit it's this whole constant thing but then there's also like i mean like we've all seen the grown-up jazz musicians play yeah and the, and the ones who are like mature and not giving each other shit and it whether it's because they uh just are adults and don't give each other shit about things or it's because they're actually all amazing whatever the reason might be it's like this is an amazing experience to watch but watching like people who are on the flip side where it's like I just want to show off this thing I've been practicing That's like this is
2: you got two minutes actually, before yeah. I check the fuck out yeah. is, is that two maybe part
1: of like wow <laughs> <laughs> that's long solos are long maybe... <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs>
3: Maybe part of that like part of the appeal of John Batiste is like his his positive like energy and his vibe about stuff. Yeah. Which yeah, is like it, kinda unique in the jazz world where everybody's kind of an asshole. I yeah, would well, venture yeah. to
0: say he goes into the soul territory though. But
2: he does. But here's the bit here's the great divide is when people who are into improv improvisatory music have studied the history of that music, and it's the same thing with songwriters, I think. The really great songwriters have studied other songwriters, the really great composers have studied other composers. When you bastardize a genre of music and then you commoditize it, it gets worse. And so it's unlistenable. When you hear someone who's older and not angsty yeah. and not in it for the wrong reasons, like, look how big my dick is, then there's something relatable to it because it's steeped in history.
1: Well, like, uh, like Meldow. yeah brad meldow like like those those records are insanely good because they're just like i can still listen to those yeah and what was the drummer um
2: oh i mean jeff ballard is the drummer now but it was jorge rossi there
0: was
1: there was there there was a guy he did like a duo record with it's a famous drummer that's like a jazz drummer and i'm forgetting his name now and i'm an idiot two
0: minutes guys (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'll look it up but 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 point being is that like there's a lot of ways to find this music and and be find it enjoyable whether it be it's written or it is improvised because like so i feel like some of that brad meldow stuff is both right yeah and it's like you can find a way to make it all work because the end goal is music not the end goal being how big my dick well, it, right. it's very uh, small
0: jazz. First of all, I love this. I love that this became a shit on jazz episode. Well, what I was, <laughs> was going to try to bring it back jazz and say, snaps. Like, go ahead, Jackson. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say like, uh, to, I, I feel like jazz is, you know, we all agree working out is, you know, a great way to get, be healthy, but there is taking that, uh, CrossFit is a good way to hurt yourself. A step too far CrossFit <laughs> or like just being like just a bodybuilder. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but like it's, Jazz feels like bodybuilding, it's, where it's just like yeah, it's hey, like an
2: overcorrection. Yeah. Like, so as yeah. a genre, uh, Hagen, do you think you'll always like heavy music, yeah. or do you think the older you get, the more you'll mellow out?
1: I I, I mean I think that I would have mellowed out. I mean I, I I mean like I mean it's possible that I guess I wouldn't have, but I I think there's something about like like. The, the, the release, I don't know, like I, I relax to that kind of shit. Like right. that, that, that kind of stuff gets me hyped and it also puts me to sleep. It's like there's something about that kind of music that just like if it's good and I feel like there's a good like reason behind it and especially if it's like mixed well, which is like a huge thing with heavy music. Um, but like it just it just makes me feel really good and it could go away at some point. But I feel like my love for so much of that music will never die. Like even if even if like I start to hate new releases that could happen, I guess, but my love of what has already existed will always be. I think that I think that the, the thing for me with with not with like some with heavy music, but I started to like. There was a point in time when I was in school where I loved classical music, and now I'm like, God, what a fucking nerd! Like, who cares? It's the
2: same thing about jazz for me.
1: It's like, yeah, I mean, well, it's like it, it's it's a thing where I listen to some of that stuff, and I'm like, some of this stuff is beautiful and absolutely amazing, and and and. and, and composers did such cool shit but then you listen to like the later classical music stuff where it's like they were just trying to be as weird as fucking possible and some of that stuff is still really beautiful but it's also like i'm tired of feeling like we're trying can we just write something
0: yeah no i think that's a great point um i feel like you know we're all in the same boat like it's just like your, it's like your taste buds it just changes yeah Yeah. you put that really well
1: but i do think that it's really important and i said it earlier that like you you won you're willing to try new shit like when you're eating something like you're like like go ahead and try something even though you think you might hate it if like you're you're just in the right mood try something that's polar opposite you
2: You can always go back to goldfish and dr pepper but expand your palate you may
0: not be the rim king
1: but try it yeah exactly exactly Album, do
2: you think your lover not, like, rimming?
1: And, um. Thank you.
2: (laughs) I'm going to get a new chair
1: next week. (laughs) I I think that the other, like, really big thing, like I said earlier, is if you don't like something, it's okay. Like, if, if you just listen to something and you're like, I don't like this.
0: But also, if you don't like something, don't be a dick about
1: it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah you There's... don't need to
3: tell everybody that uh, Coldplay's not cool. I don't want to listen to that. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't want to get an email or a comment saying, oh, this is rich coming from you guys. Go fuck yourself, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> what you like, that thing that you like, sucks ass. Yeah. Not like Adam, though. Like, like a oh bad sucks ass.
1: <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think that, like, there's something to be said about, like, I I love the podcast Your Favorite Band Sucks. And that podcast is literally just about, like, I'm just going to shit on other bands. And they've even said, like, it's, like, they could cover any band, even if it's a band that they love.
3: Yeah, they don't agree with it, necessarily, because they're talking about it.
1: The premise is, let's find why this band sucks. Because, like...
3: Because it turns out every band sucks at some point. Yeah, it's
1: kind of funny to just, like, talk about, like, wow, every band is terrible. Um, but like, and, and if we have ever done that, it's because it's funny. Like, it's like you know, well, and like, it's
0: our opinion at the time.
1: Yeah, and and like it, it's
0: and it's because if it's your favorite band, it actually does suck. So and, and like and like suck it. Jack, <laughs> Jack is triggered right now. But yeah, I mean, it's okay. He's not
3: talking about country music, so <laughs> oh.
0: don't get me started so what are we listening to <laughs> i think that's a great transition again uh, speaking of country music
2: i listened to charlie crockett's new yeah! uh new album what
0: the fuck is that did he die
2: at the music Alamo? city usa it
0: sounds, sounds very country yes. it's
2: very die country the- uh
0: he are a fucking raccoon on his head <laughs> oh
2: he's close i think but he's a pretty prolific songwriter he's a very 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 country songwriter yeah hard he disease with... in the making music city usa (laughs) he did have a heart disease (laughs) he had to cancel a tour like two years ago
0: not shocked if he's southern
2: oh my god anyway listen to that and dawes
1: jackson uh
0: nothing really new i was fooled by their record label uh caro caro bonito i got an email that oh civilization is out now the full record and i was like oh cool uh i mentioned this before months ago but they released an ep last year civilization one and then they release another EP this year, Civilization Two, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And they like had like a third EP, and it's an album now. I open it; it's this, it's just the two EPs smashed together. But that being said, I was like, "Oh, at least I have a central location to listen to it." So Civilization, and I, that'll probably be on my albums of the year. Boo! Really fun, uh, <laughs> well, Dave. Not... I'll send you that uh, Hatsune Miku song. Please that, do that. We jammed in the car. Dave asked me, "Hey." I was playing Carol Caro Bonito, and he said, "Is this that uh, Vocaloid thing?" I said, "No, Dave, this is a real person." No, I tried to say <laughs>
2: Hasumaniku. Yeah, I it. tried to say it. Uh, for context, the three of us and my wife went to my wife. We went to um, <laughs> we went to a metal show last night. Was it metal or like death? What would you it's call it? Deathcore. Death Core. Deathcore. And we saw uh, Lorna Shore, and it was fucking great. Yeah. yeah. But as a stark contrast.
0: <laughs> yeah i as well as we walked out of the venue i said i'm playing anti-metal on the way home Yeah, and i and played Karo, Karo over it it was really you good you so did you yeah i did <laughs> well then then uh dave kept saying like oh well you what about that hatsune miku and then i was like oh, fuck dave you're really gonna regret this and i played it and man we had a You great made me sound time. like a
2: 55-year-old man. <laughs> uh, what about that Hatsune Niko? I've
0: never heard a 55-year-old man say that.
2: Uh, what about that?
0: <laughs> what about that uh, body pillow? Hatsune Niko... <laughs>
2: Oh man!
0: Yeah, but that was that was great. I mean, all day I've been singing that song, and yeah. I've been saying, "I'm I didn't mind on it. top of the world because of Dave." It was a very <laughs>
2: positive song. I, I honestly last night I was thinking I'm really excited to do this episode today because I can see a, a, a avenue in my life where I get into that kind of music.
0: You weep, you fucking loser. <laughs> oh,
3: well.
2: Dave's okay, up,
0: Adam, that's not baby. I was
3: doing oo oh, well,
0: Okay, what are listen you
2: listening to? I guess.
3: <laughs> Me? Uh,
0: we'll no, do the I'm vocaloid just... episode together i was gonna get andy but you're as good yeah. as andy <laughs> <laughs> you'll be my body pillow for the episode <laughs> i'm on it
3: uh, so i've been listening to lil nas, lil nas x's new oh, album
0: Fuck, i'd listen to that too which is
3: great this is an example of an album i would have never listened to a
0: couple of years ago probably uh but it's great yeah yeah it, it's really good um we uh, talked yeah, about I doing I it. To say, like, it's yeah, I was I didn't listen
1: to it yeah because we talked about yeah. saving it. You fucking asshole. I, you know, we were talking about doing like because
0: I when we were at the show last night, I was like, "Yeah, that came out," but like it feels weird doing a deep dive if he's only had like one album. He's technically had a mixtape. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm really glad I listened to it. it was solid. Um. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Awesome. Yeah,
2: Adam.
3: Yeah. did Do you think so? too? No, I, I, yeah, I thought it was really good. <laughs> I I think it's um. It's not an album I expected to want to go listen to again after listening to it, but I already have. So
1: mm, nice, cool. Uh, there's a there's a lot of shit that I'm really stoked on right now, but the one that I have to, to mention is um, Pin Up Daddy by Rhett Madison. Um, came out last week. It is a incredible album. Um, Rhett Madison is like a singer songwriter does a little bit of like folky whatever, but her her uh, producer and backing band is Theo Katzman, Joe Dart. And Lee Pardini, um, and it's an incredible. Pe- like like those three people are amazing, but it's the most understated versions of those people, and they're just playing to her. And this album has made me cry uh, so many times. We cried. We cried together listening to it. Um, I uh, I like it is it is it is very very emotionally intense, um, and her voice is I think just absolutely next level. Um, so, if you feel like having a good emotional time listen to Pin Up Daddy by Rhett Madison. That's really good.
0: So at the the metal show last night, Mm -hmm. it was the three of us and Dave's wife. Mm -hmm. Um, As the listeners may have caught on, if you're a regular listener, uh, Dave and Hagen coupled up. So I just hung out with Dave's wife, who I really like her. She's a really fun person. And (laughs) uh, at one point, (laughs) these two went off to the bar, and I asked her, I said, you ever worry about those two? And she said, no, I know that if you guys went on, like of all the bands, Dave said, if Monica went on tour, that's the band I'm least worried about. And I was like, I think that's the band you should be most worried no. about. I think these two are just like big boy in love.
1: That's, but uh, but well, that's not what you're, we're you're, worried you're, about. You're saying she should be worried because we're going to fuck? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way yeah. too
3: late on that one. You guys didn't expect that to be what he was worried about. No. no.
1: I thought he knew.
2: I mean, he set it up by saying we went to the bar.
1: Yeah, I I I definitely thought he was talking about drinking. Yeah. But,
0: man, I was uh, speaking of the metal mixing, I was listening to that Lorna Shore EP today, and I I do really like that EP. Um, It's great. And the most recent one. And then I switched over to Diners. uh, And Diners is not, you know, small, but like not huge, like not a huge uh, financial backing from what I understand. And I was just like floored at the mixing quality from uh, Lorna Shore to Diners. Diners was like leaps and bounds better than Lorna Shore, and I was just yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" It's,
1: it's a weird thing, especially because that, because like that EP, I, I don't know. With any metal, like you want to have metal, you want you want to have the vocals be present. But like with Lorna Shore, it's and like no the fucking reason that you're there is the vocals, right? And it's so weird. it's yeah, it's, it's a it's a very weird it, that EP sounds bizarre. Uh, yeah, it,
0: it's really solid and the music's there. Yeah, it's uh, Elliott Smith is like one of the greatest songwriters of all time, in my opinion. Uh, mixing and mastering is shit. Yeah, but like the songs cut through, and I think it's the same with metal. So it's not a huge deal, but it was shocking going from a pretty independent artist, uh. To Lorna Shore and yeah. like Lorna Shore just sounding like like we had mastered it and I was just like what <laughs> yeah, the fuck is g- this? It's very weird. But there like, is the, a thing. The about, volume like, dropped. Yeah, significantly. There is
3: a thing though about like some independent artists like put a lot more attention into that maybe than they would otherwise, especially yeah. if, with Diners like the sound that he has. Uh, it makes sense that he, like, put well, invested more in doing that,
0: maybe. And not to be unfair to Lorna Shore, because, like, in music like Diners, there's so much room sonically, whereas, like, with Lorna Shore, there everything is loud. Yeah. Every instrument right. is Which is why the volume loud. was quieter. Yeah, so it's probably <laughs> super hard to master something like that. And
2: the playing field is leveled now. Like, yeah. you can have a, a major label artist have a shitty quality recording, and right. some kid from your hometown have way better production.
0: Yeah. My hometown? No,
1: not yours. Anybody's hometown. Well,
0: wow. not yours.
1: Not his. Cool. Not yours. Yeah. <laughs> sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. All right. Anybody else have anything else? Dave's they want to having talk a about? bad time.
2: No, I'm having a great time.
1: Sheesh. Uh. All right. Cool. We good to get out of here? You guys. You guys good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Please, don't make a mess in my room. Jackson's knocking over shit. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Someone's got to pick up after him. Yeah. He's just gonna leave. Yeah, right after my this. My pants. <laughs> Oh,
3: okay. go pick oh, up, you take up out of thank Fine. you
2: for listening go ahead Ooh, woo. oh no
1: <laughs> i'll practice my voice for next time don't please worry. don't thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it uh if you haven't already pressed that follow or subscribe button we would really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> I need some whiskey. Um, uh, whatever app you're using <laughs> just press that button that'd be super awesome um, if you like social media, we're on social media. DFTA Podcast. Don't feed the artist. Look it up. We're there.
0: I took a picture of uh, the Rim King. So, <laughs> what did you take a picture that's of? That's what
1: you were doing. What the fuck did you take a picture of him doing? Just sitting. Just sitting. Uh, <laughs> just sitting. Um, so Someone you. was sitting.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a little five-star review. That really does help us out a yeah, lot. Yeah, uh,
3: if you leave a review with words, that actually helps a lot more yeah, than yeah. just yeah. the five stars. You could actually,
1: so. I would actually encourage you to leave a five-star review and just put words yeah. below it. Like, don't <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, be don't be type an actual yeah. review. Just put yeah. words. Signed, Rim King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could put that if you want to. That'd be
0: awesome. Do so we got any other Rem Kings out there? Reach out <laughs> oh, to us at Rem king. king at Don't <laughs> <be the artist. laughs> rim King at Don't Be the Artists.
1: Yeah, if, you, if I think if, if, we're gonna uh, run
3: out of uh, domain if, aliases,
1: if you if you have any uh, deep dive ideas for us, any bonus episode mm. ideas, or if you are just a fellow Rim King like album here, you can email us at uh, feedback. At Don't, Artist, at Don't feed the artists. Fight. Uh, Don't feed the artists. Rim King. At Don't feed the artists. Am I missing one? Oh,
3: you're missing a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's so many. Uh, it's been a couple weeks.
1: You got you got you got three solid emails right there. You can email us at. Uh, we really appreciate your feedback. That would be awesome. So, thank you so much for being here. And ooh, fuck off. Give me a toe. Ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs> Hit spacebar. <laughs>